Well, thank you very much, and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and happy to have you with us. We are exploring a lot of uh, different corners, cobwebby corners, of jazz recorded history. And uh, today we're going to do, I guess it's a, a two-part podcast. The one part is going to be part of my radio show in WETF. That'll be coming up in a little while. This podcast that we're doing right now will be available sooner. And uh, they're going to focus on two individuals and some related sessions and crossovers and so forth. And the two individuals are uh, Ellington's great saxophone team of Johnny Hodges on alto sax and Harry Carney on baritone sax. On the other uh, podcast slash radio show, it was more about Harry Carney, and we listened to some sessions that he did uh, under his own name and as a sideman for HRS, the Hot Record Society record label in the middle 1940s, and one from Keynote, although the Keynote uh, session was probably recorded originally for Hot Record Society, and they featured musicians like uh, Joe Thomas on trumpet and Lawrence Brown, uh, Otto Hardwick, Ted Nash, Jimmy Jones, Rex Stewart. Uh, lots of different people. Also Johnny Hodges on a couple of numbers. And today we're going to be featuring on this podcast some more Johnny Hodges, and there will be a little Harry Carney mixed in there as well. We're going to be hearing uh, Hodges on four different sessions from the middle 1940s, one from HRS, the Hot Record Society, one from Keynote, one from Apollo, and one from Signature. So uh, exploring the plethora of small record labels that sprung up in the wake of the recording ban uh, or the resolution of the recording ban in about 1943-44. That was a ban that was uh, introduced by the Musicians Union as a way of uh, applying some pressure to recording companies to spread the money out a little bit more on uh, or to their members, the musicians who were making the records. Didn't work very well, but uh, Uh, It did, uh, unfortunately, leave a lacunae of about a year and a half to two years where there were no commercial recordings made. Uh, This happened again later in the 40s, but uh, the damaging one was uh, at this time from 1942 to early 1944 or so. The larger companies that had the financial resources to uh, weather the storm uh, were the last holdouts uh, against the union regulations. The companies like Victor and Columbia, Decca, and even Capital uh, were last to uh, come to the table. But uh, the smaller companies and uh, new small companies uh, jumped into the void, as it were, and started uh, producing records when the other companies were still in negotiations. And that's a, a benefit for jazz recorded history. We have a lot of small companies that appear out of nowhere in the middle 1940s devoted to jazz and various styles of jazz. Uh, We have companies like the ones I just mentioned, Signature and Apollo, uh, Keynote. Uh, HRS had been around for a while, but they had a a big burst of energy after all of this. We also have companies like Savoy and Dial and uh, many, many others. So we're going to start out with a session, the session for Keynote, and this was done by Billy Taylor's Big Eight. And if there's a name that has Big Eight in the title, chances are it was a session conceived for the Hot Record Society label. And this one was and was originally recorded for them. But at the end of the war, this was done in August uh, of 1944, August 1st of 1944, there was uh, a shellac shortage. Uh, they were still rationing on in World War II, and uh, HRS being a small smaller, much more budget-minded uh, label was not able to produce the records and distribute them, so they made the masters available to Keynote, which was a little more stable financially, I guess. So at any rate, this uh, record uh, session features a uh, cast, kind of a vari- uh, variety of swing musicians from that period. We have Emmett Berry on trumpet. He was one of the great unsung black trumpeters of the swing era. He had played with Fletcher Henderson and Horace Henderson and uh, quite a few other groups, made a lot of small group recordings. And uh, this mid-40s period was probably his greatest period of uh, recording. He was uh, renowned as a jazz and uh, section trumpet player from this period, and we'll hear some very fine trumpet solos on these tunes. Vernon Brown was on trombone. He was uh, a white player who had made his name, early name, with the Gene Gold Kett Band, although he was most prominent in the early Benny Goodman Victor Band in about 1937, 8, 9. I guess the middle period would be more appropriate there. Did quite a few solos. He also recorded frequently for Keynote and uh, later went into the studios. Johnny Hodges, of course, on alto sax. 
Harry Carney on baritone sax and bass clarinet, uh, which was a new addition to his arsenal. And, uh, of course, both of them were playing with Duke Ellington at that point. The uh, uh, greatest period, I think, in Ellington's recorded career had just kind of ended with... uh, Uh, the death of Jimmy Blanton and uh, Ben Webster's uh, leaving the band, but uh, the 1940s still had a lot of great uh, music left in store for Ellington and uh, many great moments for those two, Hodges and Carney. We have what I would call kind of a classic uh, keynote slash HRS rhythm section. Johnny Guarneri on piano, he uh, participated on almost countless sessions in the 1940s with virtually every jazz star black and white uh, for every label. We have Brick Flegel on guitar and arrangement and also composition of several of these tunes. He was an interesting figure. He His career was tied up uh, with Rex Stewart's playing and also with the Hot Record Society. He, as I said, was a guitar player, but he was better known as kind of a session producer. He would write tunes, do some very interesting little arrangements. Uh, he worked informally with Duke Ellington uh, as a music copyist later on and uh, I believe uh, did some other sessions in the 1950s. An interesting player. Billy Taylor, the leader, was on bass. He had, of course, been with Duke Ellington. And Cozy Cole, who was currently with the Cab Calloway Band, was on drums. Cozy Cole uh, played on dozens of keynote and hot record society uh, titles from this period as well. And so the tunes that we are going to hear in order are Carnival in Rhythm by Harry Carney, Then we're going to go to a nice uh, ballad uh, that features Johnny Hodges, co-credited to Billy Taylor and Bob Sauer. It's called The Night Wind. It's not the pop tune Night Wind from the mid-30s, but this is a tune that uh, Billy Taylor recorded in Europe with Barney Begard, Rex Stewart, and Django Reinhardt a few years earlier. After that, we're going to jump over to uh, another ballad featuring Johnny Hodges and Carney called uh, Passin' Me By, and that's another Billy Taylor tune, very pretty tune. And then the last tune from that set is kind of uncharacteristic, but very interesting, Sampan. It was a Brick Flegel tune that was recorded uh, on another Hot Record Society session with an almost completely different group. This is a very fast tune that features... Uh, fairly rare example of Johnny Hodges playing uh, at a very up-tempo at this point in his career. He, of course, was known more as a ballad and blues player, but here he shows that he could uh, get around as fast as most alto players of that day, certainly. After that, we're going to hear one tune from the Hot Records Society. Uh, This is a tune that was uh, released under the name of Sandy Williams, a great trombone player with Fletcher Henderson, and then Chick Webb, and then a little bit later with Duke Ellington. Um, This was done in um, uh, November of 1945, and uh, we played the first two tunes from this session on the radio show, the Harry Carney show. Uh, Those two tunes were uh, Something Jumping Around Here and Chili Con Carney. So we're going to play the two remaining tunes uh, today, and uh, the fifth tune of this set uh, will be After Hours on Dream Street, a Brick Flegel tune. And this features Joe Thomas on trumpet, another great underrated black trumpet player. Sandy Williams on trombone. Johnny Hodges and Harry Carney again. Jimmy Jones on piano, Brick Flegel on guitar. Sid Weiss on bass and Shelley Mann on drums. An interesting cross-section of several swing bands at the time. So those are our five tunes. Billy Taylor and his Big Eight doing Carnival in Rhythm, Night Wind, Passing Me By, and Sampan, and then the Sandy Williams Big Eight for HRS doing After Hours on Dream Street.
a couple of sessions of very good swing era, late swing era playing. We started out with uh, the Billy Taylor Big Eight from uh, 1944, August 1st of 1944. We heard some really wonderful Emmett Berry trumpet playing in there, sort of around the corners. He was more of a Roy Eldridge type of style. It's a little bit more flashy than Joe Thomas, for example, who played on that last tune and uh, will play on the next one. Uh, Joe Thomas was more into this way of Louis Armstrong, and Emmett Berry, as I said, more uh, Roy Eldridge, so a little bit more uh, fleet of foot, in other words. We also heard some nice Lawrence Brown, or excuse me, Vernon Brown on trombone. Lawrence Brown was on uh, several other sessions from this period, but Vernon Brown did some nice solos, especially on Sampan. And then, of course, Hodges on alto, Carney on baritone sax, Johnny Guarneri on piano, Brick Flegel on guitar, Billy Taylor on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. And we heard, um, to begin with, we heard uh, Carnival in Rhythm, which featured the uh, the namesake, Harry Carney, as well as uh, all the other horns in there, too. Then we went on to uh, Night Mood, a very pretty tune that uh, showed off the beautiful sounds of both Johnny Hodges and Harry Carney. After that, we heard uh, Passing Me By, the Billy Taylor tune, which was primarily Johnny Hodges all the way. That uh, was an excellent feature for him. I don't think he ever recorded it again, but uh, more's the pity. We finished that little portion of the program up with Sam Pan, that Brick Flegel tune, a very fast uh, and very intricate ensemble work, too. Uh, clearly, that was rehearsed up front, and um, again, uh, some wonderful Johnny Hodges playing at a tempo that uh, he did not say all that much at that point in his career. If you go back to the 19, late 1920s with Ellington and uh, in the early 30s, you can hear some fast Johnny Hodges, but they were few and far between in the 40s and beyond. That was the second or master take of that tune. On the first take, Hodges actually uh, squeaked. He did a reed squeak, which is something that you never hear in Johnny Hodges' recordings, and for that reason it was unreleased, but uh, it shows effort, if nothing else. We finished up that set with one tune from the Sandy Williams Big Eight of 1945, um, and we heard... Uh, after Hours on Dream Street, another Brick Flegel tune, very pretty tune. Uh, again, features Johnny Hodges and uh, uh, the other fellows in that band, and Joe Thomas, Sandy Williams, Harry Carney, Jimmy Jones, Brick Flegel, Sid Weiss, and Shelley Mann. We're going to start out the next set with the last tune from that set. As I mentioned, we did two others on the Harry Carney radio show, which will be available on this podcast station very soon. Uh, Mountain Air is the tune right now, and it was written by another alto saxophone player, Tab Smith. And uh, we're not going to be hearing any Tab Smith today, but uh, he is on the other podcast, and he uh, was a frequent uh, session player on Keynote and HRS. He also played with the Count Basie Band, and before that with the Mills Blue Rhythm Band. He uh, was a kind of a, uh, a flashy alto player, I guess I'd have to say. He uh, produced a sound not dissimilar to Johnny Hodges, maybe without all the warmth that we associate with uh, Hodges, but uh, certainly very technical, and also played some very good soprano sax. Later in his life, not too much after these sessions, in fact, he became a rhythm and blues star and produced uh, some hit recordings for the United Records label in the 1950s. But his tune, Mountain Air, which he recorded for Keynote, by the way, with uh, Earl Hines, uh, is here a feature for Johnny Hodges and uh, the rest of the Sandy Williams Big Eight. After that, we're going to play a little-known session uh, from the Keynote, excuse me, from Signature Records, which was yet another one of those small labels we talked about. This was done on May 26th of 1944, same time period, obviously, and it was a quartet and features Johnny Hodges in a quartet formula, which was not something that he did very often in his career. It's a great opportunity to hear his playing, uh, both melodic and improvisatory, uh, in a very clear light without uh, having other horns or intricate arrangements or anything like that. This is uh, Johnny Hodges, and uh, well, the, the record label uh, said Shelley Mann featured with the Ed Eddie Haywood Trio. And the Eddie Haywood Trio is Johnny Hodges on alto, Eddie Haywood on piano, and Shelley Mann on drums. So I said a quartet. This is, in fact, a trio. And the four tunes that we're going to hear are, first of all, On the Sunny Side of the Street, the Jimmy McHugh tune, which uh, was used as a feature by Hodges uh, earlier in his career. He recorded it with Lionel Hampton's band, uh, which was uh, 
just a two-horn band, he and Buster Bailey, along with the rhythm section. And then later in his career, when he returned to Duke Ellington in the late 1950s, he used this tune as one of his features with the full Ellington band, here uh, done in 1944. After that, we're going to hear uh, Time on My Hands, beautiful ballad by Vincent uh, Humans. Then we will move on to Flamingo, which was a tune that had been featured by the Ellington Band from the early 40s, featuring Herb Jeffries on vocals. And then we're going to end up with Night and Day, the Cole Porter tune. So all four of those tunes featuring Johnny Hodges at great length, so a wonderful opportunity to hear his playing very unadorned. So those are our four tunes, actually five tunes for this set. The Sandy uh, Williams Big Eight doing Mountain Air. And then the Eddie Haywood Trio featuring Shelley Mann and, by the way, Johnny Hodges on, on the Sunny Side of the Street, Time on My Hands, Flamingo, and Night and Day.
So there we have Four Sides by the Eddie Haywood Trio, featuring Shelley Mann on drums and Johnny Hodges on alto sax. Eddie Haywood, of course, was a, an exceptionally good uh, piano player, technical and jazz piano player. He had recorded with the Eddie Haywood Sextet quite frequently for Decca and for Commodore. We heard those on a podcast a while back. He'd also uh, recorded with Benny Carter's Big Band and uh, as an accompanist to Billie Holiday and, and many others. He was a, a very uh, good piano player who had a minor hit record with Begin the Begin around this same time. So he ended up playing cocktail piano later in life, but uh, he was really a first-rate jazz player as well as we heard on those sides. And working backwards, we had Night and Day, which we finished up with. Before that, Flamingo, Time on My Hands, and On the Sunny Side of the Street. And all of those, of course, featured fabulous alto sax playing, unadorned alto sax jazz by Johnny Hodges. A really great session and an, an unusual one for him not to be featured in a more arranged setting. We started out that uh, set with Mountain Air, that Tab Smith tune that was done by uh, Sandy Williams' Big Eight, featuring Johnny Hodges uh, playing Tab Smith's tune. Kind of odd that he would play Tab Smith's tune. Tab Smith, as I said, recorded that for Keynote around the same time, but an excellent feature for Johnny Hodges nonetheless. Heard a little bit of Harry Carney in there, Sandy Williams on trombone, Joe Thomas on trumpet. Jimmy Jones on piano, Brick Flegel on guitar, Sid Weiss on bass, and Shelly Mann on drums. That was from November 5th of 1945. Uh, the Eddie Haywood signs were from May 2nd of 1944. We're going to finish up our show uh, with an unusual session, not a terribly well-known one. We're going to go over time here a little bit, but uh, it's worth it. I think you'll agree. This is uh, an Earl Hines-led session for the Apollo record label in 1944, April 26th of 1944. Kind of an unusual session. Uh, a mix of Ellington and uh, Swing Street veterans here. Uh, so many of these sides, there are actually six that were recorded on that day. We're only going to hear four. Um, and four of the six uh, feature the vocals of Betty Roche, who was singing, I believe, uh, with Earl Hines before she left to go with Duke Ellington in the late 40s, early 50s. Had that wonderful recording of Take the A-Train. So we're going to hear four tunes uh, here. We're going to hear the uh, great... Ballad I'll Get By by Turk and Allert. Of course, this features Johnny Hodges, as it did uh, on several other occasions. The Billy Holiday recording comes to mind, certainly. And then we're going to hear Life with Father, a, uh, or Life with Father, Father Hines, uh, composed by Earl Hines. This does not feature Johnny Hodges, but uh, I felt we had to put it in there because it's a good jazz performance. Then we're going to hear I Love My Lovin' Lover, featuring Betty Roche, and then we're going to finish up with an instrumental called Design for Jiven, which was by Leonard Feather, a uh, uh, composition by the jazz critic. He composed a lot of interesting uh, blues and non-blues tunes as well. I should mention I Love My Love and Lover was by Duke Ellington. So the band for the Earl Hines Sextet is Ray Nance on cornet and violin. Of course, he was playing with Ellington at the time. Johnny Hodges on alto sax. Flip Phillips on tenor sax. He was uh, with the Woody Herman Band at the time and uh, had a marvelous style. In fact, there was one tune where I was having trouble deciding whether it was Flip Phillips or Johnny Hodges, tenor or alto. He had such, such a smooth tenor sound, he sounded like Johnny Hodges did in the low register. Then we're going to have, of course, Earl Hines on piano, Al Casey on guitar, Oscar Pettiford on bass, and Sid Catlett on drums, along with Betty Roche on vocals. And those were done, as I said, for Apollo. So those are our four tunes coming up. I'll Get By, Life with Father, I Love My Love and Lover, and Design for Jiven. <laughs> Thank you. 
Though there be scotch and bourbon too I'll not complain, that's just for you Lots of tea may come to me It's true, for what Got it 
we have a strange little session from 1944, not a very well-known one for Apollo Records, uh, the Earl Hines Sextet. And we heard four tunes out of the six that were recorded. We heard I'll Get By, Life with Father, I Love My Love and Lover, and Design for Jiven. And that was the Earl Hines Sextet with Ray Nance on trumpet and violin, Johnny Hodges on alto, Flip Phillips on tenor, Earl Hines on piano, Al Casey on guitar, Oscar Pettiford bass, Sid Catlett on drums, and Betty Roche singing. And uh, some interesting music in there. Some good Johnny Hodges, some very good Flip Phillips on life uh, with father. Uh, Johnny Hodges wasn't even part of that recording. It was just Flip Phillips and uh, Ray Nance in the front line there. Uh, but we had very good solos and good violin solo as well. So... That's our Johnny Hodges program, and some oddball sessions, I think you'd have to say, from the 1940s, featuring him kind of outside of his Duke Ellington milieu, and uh, showing some of his, the different sides of his improvisatory abilities, shall we say. So you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you've enjoyed this program. Uh, we have lots more coming up. If you'd like to sponsor us, please do so. Hit that little button monthly, uh, one time, whatever you like. We'd love the encouragement. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, check me out on my social media. My band name is The Wolverine Jazz Band, so you can check it out on wolverinejazzband.net or on Facebook or Instagram, The Wolverine Jazz Band. So hope to hear from you, and I'll see you on the other side.